Across the Line podcast. I'm Carlos Smith, and I have another special guest today, former Clemson receiver, now a member of the New York Jets, Ron Peek. What's going on, man? I'm doing good, man. I'm glad you had time to come sit down with me and uh, talk a little bit. First off, let me say congratulations again for getting drafted. You know, it's hard making it to the pros, so um, just a big accomplishment. But before we talk about the Jets, I want to um, – Discuss your, um, a little bit of your time at Clemson. How, how do you view your career at Clemson? Uh, it started out real slow. Coming in with a lot of hype, with a lot of good receivers. Uh, when it was Sammy Watkins and Montavious Bryant, and uh, some guys already there with DeAndre Hopkins and Jerome yep. Brown. So uh, it was kind of tough coming in and struggled a little bit during camp. So, like I said, there's a lot of guys out there. And, uh, and freshman year, they really go as playing. I had like Probably four catches, maybe. Yeah. Then sophomore year, uh, turned out a little better. Then I uh, finally got a chance to start my junior year. And, um, tore my ACL, like, third game of uh, uh, the third week of the season. And uh, so I thought I, was, I had my chance to start. And uh, finally, thought things were going good. And uh, then that happened, tore my ACL. So I got ready. I was ready for, for camp or whatever. And um, right before camp started the next season, I took my meniscus. So I'm out again. And, uh, but I ended up getting ready for the first game of the season. And missed some. Uh, and eventually I missed some time. Had to get the scope done. And um, then I ended up coming back for like the last four games. And uh, so the first four years were, uh, were tough and a lot of injuries. And not much, not much really playing time, not, not really film at all. But uh, my fifth year came around, and uh, things were finally going my way. Good spring, good camp. And uh, I was probably going into the season, probably the third option. Receiver, I was fine with that start. I was fine with that. But um, they, uh, first first drive of the, of the season, man, our best receiver went down. Mm-hmm. So I had, to, uh, I had to move over and take on a bigger role. Which I, was prepared, which I was prepared for. And, um, and uh, I mean, I hate to have one of my, my teammates, my friends go down, but it gave me a, a bigger role. And uh, it helped me a lot to get where I am. Gave me a bigger role and uh, got a lot more touches come my way. And uh, I feel like I took advantage of it. So I feel like that last year, I kind of put a stamp on my career at Clemson. Uh, I feel like I, I finished it pretty strong. And I got a degree out of it and met a lot of good people. During the training, just um, I gotta be honest. Uh, that national championship game, um, I did. We uh, we were talking about, it and I did pick y'all to lose. But I, you know, I wanted you to win because you're family. But um, it was just something to me. I was just like, I gotta see somebody just knock out Alabama off to yeah. believe that it was gonna happen. But does that game still bother you? It does, man. It bothers me a lot. It's uh, so we we went into the to the game undefeated and. Before before the game started, we uh we felt like we were the best team. Alabama was really talented, but we felt like we were the best team going in, man. And, um, it was a hard fought game, man. But I think about it a lot, man. It's it's tough to deal with knowing you're that close to another championship. Should have won it. Should have won, won it. Had a good chance, man. And you know, growing up in a small town, man, you just you see you see now championship games. You never think you're gonna be playing them. You don't right. think about that, man. It was crazy just being in it. Uh, hate that we lost, man, but uh, they won the next year, so I, I live through, through those guys now. What is it about Dabo that 
players love so much because we see his energy videos when you guys win and he's having fun in the locker room. But what is it that makes guys want to come, recruits come there and then the guys are already there? What is it that makes you guys rally and want to play for him? The thing about Coach Sweeney is he truly cares for his players. And, uh, that attracts guys immediately because when we come on recruiting visits, we're like, man, it didn't, it didn't feel like this when I was at the other college or whatever. And it, it really feels like a family. And, uh, I mean, what you guys see on TV, the energy and all that, he's like that all the time. He's always uh, praising praising God, and uh, his faith is really strong, man. He, he, he puts it in us, and he uh, makes us stronger players, and uh, makes guys want to play for him and give their all for him. All right, back to your senior year, um, something else about your senior year. For you, you know, a lot of guys, everybody wants to go pro. So for your senior year, how was it hard for you to kind of stay focused on the season, knowing that, you know, this is your last year, or were you focus on also looking at your draft status? How was it for you? Did you kind of try to n not pay attention to it, or yeah. was it something that you looked at? It was, uh, I mean, knowing I'm that close to it, it was definitely on my mind. And uh, and sometimes, like, when we had big games, I'm like, okay, I know a lot of scouts are watching this game, so I'm going right. to do well. But it wasn't. A, that's not a good thing to have. Just You're supposed to just come out and play and uh, not really think about it. But uh, so anytime, anytime I got a chance uh, to get it out of my mind, I would. I would, uh, I would try to say clear, clear the thought at all times, but it would always be there. But um, but I knew, I knew this was my last year, so I knew I had to perform to to reach my goal. Did you think? Because you actually had a really good game, the national championship. Did you think that game would help your status, your draft status, more going into it? Definitely, because I knew. I knew all 32 teams were watching that game. Mm -hmm. But, uh, I mean, it was in that championship. That wasn't really my, my uh, one of my concerns. But I knew if I did what I'm capable of, did my job, and uh, kept the team win, I knew by putting my work in that um, whatever whatever they see, they would, they would like. So, um, so I just go out. I know I would go out and just uh, – the numbers will come being uh, with the Shaman and the quarterback. I knew I would get uh, get my numbers, my touches, and uh, it worked out. And I feel like it uh, it helped a good bit because coming in when uh, scouts were talking to me, they were uh, probably the first thing they would bring up is my game in that century. When uh, all right, going into the draft, like what were you hearing? Like what round that you might potentially go to? Yeah, um, a lot of the stuff I was hearing coming out was uh, fourth and fifth round. When I, when, I, when I first, when the season ended, it was probably like seventh free agent. And after, as it went on, and as after uh, the combine and pro day, I was hearing a lot of fourth and fifth round projections. And um, it didn't work out like that. Um, I was, I started getting a little worried around the, uh, around the later fifth rounds because uh, I thought I'll be picked up a lot earlier. <coughs> and um, it didn't work out. But, um, uh, it was a lot of a lot of a lot of things I heard where they were worried about my my injuries, my knee injuries. Uh, I wish my MRIs were fine, but um, that was a big concern for them. But um, was it a particular team that it was uh, here? It was it was. I had I had about two coaches call me later, like as the seventh round was going on, that they were they wanted me to come be free agents for them if I didn't get drafted. And they were saying they wanted to pick me up early, like third, fourth round. Like it was a list. They had my name very, very high, but unfortunately, I wasn't picked. But 
So many things, it just, it just worked out, I did. And uh, I'm fine with being seven around. I, I'm happy with the Jets, man. And they, uh, gave me an opportunity. I was, nobody, I guess everybody passed on me and they gave me an opportunity. And uh, I love it there, man. So I'm happy, I'm happy to be there. How, how stressful is draft day? Because, you know, we you see it all the time on TV with guys who nervous. They don't know where they're going to go. Mm-hmm. So how stressful was it for you going into the draft? It's very stressful. Um, I almost didn't want to watch it. I was just going to wait for the phone call. But um, my, we talked about it with my family or whatever, and we just watched it at the, um, at the house. Wasn't really nervous the, um, the first day. Not really much the second day, second day either, which being just the second and third rounds. But um, as that last day came around, I started to get a little nervous. And um, I had my phone on loud for over, over here when it mm-hmm. rang. And I would I would get like calls from like my my grandmother and anything. It was, <laughs> it would kind of make me mad. Like dang, I thought that was I thought I was getting picked up. Right. But uh, but it's a it's a very stressful time, man. But but once you get that call, man, it's it's no other feeling. Like I was I got the call, then I started getting a little emotion. I seen my name on the TV, man. I, it's a feeling I can't I can't explain it to you. You remember what they told you when they called you? Yeah, it was uh. I had a couple of balls and uh, he asked me everything I was doing and asked me, uh, told me uh, they were going to pick me up with the with the seven with the seven round pick. And uh, man, I was I was so excited, man. I was trying to tell my family, but I couldn't tell them I was on the phone. Mm-hmm. So as I was talking, I pointed to the TV. So I didn't I get the same thing. I just pointed to the TV, and the house the house got loud. Everybody started screaming, man. Pretty excited, but it just they put me on the phone with then uh, put on the phone with the GM. And then I had to answer some questions for the media, but uh, that's a feeling like now. Did you feel like kind of uh, coming from their receiver branch with, like you said, DeAndre and Sammy and Martavis, do you feel like that in a way kind of helped because they know yeah. what you get coming from the Clemson receiver <laughs> core? I think it helped a lot. Because, yeah. um, like you said, there's so many guys that came out and have produced and right. Before me, DeAndre, Sammy, Martavis, and then guys drawn and Adam and those guys kind of set the bar for us and they and they um, they helped put eyes on on me and all the other young receivers at Clemson as we come into the league so we had one drafted this past year after me too so uh, so those guys right there really really helped us really helped us a lot what's the uh, what was the biggest transition going from college to pro what was the hardest part Mm, I would say it'd probably be had to be mental, man. It's uh, it's a lot that goes into it, and it's a lot. Of, uh, the playbook stick is really thick, and it's kind of hard to get used to. And uh, the thing about it is, it's the same. It's kind of the same plays and concepts, but the terminology is different. Mm-hmm. So you kind of have to get used to that. And that was kind of the uh, hardest part going in because it's it's so many words that goes into one play. Right. And uh, Anything could put you in a, at a different spot, so you have to listen very sound to it. And, uh, but that's kind of one of the hardest transitions. And then the speed of the game is it's a lot different. Man. Those, <laughs> those D linemen, the ends, man, they like basically just bigger receivers. They run like the same same speed as that. You know, like Tommy runs a four five. It's crazy. Like that's crazy, you know. But that's just how it is. And, uh, and it's, but it's been fun though. Who's your um? 
biggest mentor like in the league? Who took you under their wing once you became a pro? Uh, well, when I first got drafted, I have to say uh, probably Brandon Marshall. He was mm-hmm. uh, kind of like a big brother to me while I was there, man. I uh, learned so much from him as a uh, as a man and uh, also as a football player, man. He taught me so much. He knows so he knows so much out there, man. He's he's so savvy, man. It's it's uh it's really crazy how how big he is and how not just not just being big, but he knows how to use his body to put himself in better positions and get open. What's it like um going against Rebus in practice? You know, growing up coming up, you gotta actually watch people go against him and you know he shut them down. So mm-hmm. then you actually get to step on the field <coughs> and go against them. What mm-hmm. was it like going against Rebus? Yeah, that was uh that was wild, man, because just because you know in your head, like he's probably one of the best corners to ever play, mm-hmm. and I'm about to line up against him, so I gotta, I gotta be sound with everything I'm about to do. But um, I mean, as I was there, I mean, obviously he wasn't probably as uh, as fast as he was, right? But he was probably one of the smartest guys I, I'll ever play against. And, um, he was you know, on any route that was under ten yards, man. He was on it. Oh. Yeah, he he like he. He knows what you're gonna do, so you gotta you gotta run your route probably almost perfect to uh, to be him. And like you saying, you know, he wasn't the same Reeves, but could you tell going to get him that it was a was it a big drop off from Reeves, or or could you tell like he how he was really slowing down? Uh, it was. I don't think it was a big drop off. Uh, just because he was he was still moving, still fast, but but I could tell it was probably a little bit. A little bit slower than I've than I've seen on film right. from his younger days, but um, he was still moving and running around with all the young guys and uh, practicing every day. Like wasn't hurt all the time when I was there, but um, he was he was very smart though. Yeah, because because at first you know we saw him get toasted by AJ Green, but you're like, okay, that's AJ. He he he's gonna get his numbers anyway. Yeah. But then you start seeing other guys do it, so it's like, man, Ray Reeves doesn't look the same. But uh, is it, does he does he give you anything like as a receiver as his teammate? Does he tell you some things like what does from a corner standpoint of how he reads you or anything? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he does, and uh, he's a good teammate. So anytime I would I would tip him off my route, he would he would let me know after. And um, so this probably like during the season, I would go against him running. I would be running scout team for him, and uh, he'll let me know if I did something good. He'll let me know and tell me to. Uh, Check me to do something different next time. Or if I did something that tipped them off or uh, let them know what I was doing, he would, he would let me know also. So I got better just going against them, not just learning from what I was, my mistakes uh, physically, but he was telling me what I was doing wrong. Right. How is it, you know, because of course it's a competition, but at the end of the day, these guys are your teammates. So, like with the other receivers, do you guys. <laughs> help each other out or is it sometimes guys want to like, nah, I'm not really going to help because at the end of the day, I want to fight for my job or, or do you guys kind of, you know, share tips and help each other out? Yeah, that's what, uh, that's one of the things that surprised me actually. Everybody was looking out for each other, man. They just, they build a bond and uh, they don't, they don't think selfish. They, they know they got, everybody has mouths to feed, families to feed, mm-hmm. but that's not, that's, that's the goal. They're going to do what they have to do. But they're not gonna do it selfishly. They're gonna they're gonna help you learn, be a good teammate. But they're not gonna like if you're lying. They're not, gonna, they're not gonna not tell you to play just to see you fail. Like they want to see everybody succeed, and they know what it's a business. Anything can happen, so they know if they get cut, 
And if they, if they do what they're supposed to do, somebody's going to pick them up. So everybody out there has a, had a good attitude. All right. So you've been in, this is going to be your third year in the league. Mm-hmm. So the past two years, New England, Super Bowl champions, second year, they go back to the Super Bowl, but they lose. What is it going to take to knock off the Patriots? It takes it takes four quarters to beat them. You got to play your best ball, your smartest ball, all four quarters. And um, twice, two of the times we played them in the past two years, we've been up on them uh, by double digits, mm-hmm. but we didn't uh, we didn't finish the game. And uh, that the New, New England like waits for you to make mistakes, and that's what you that's what you can't do. You have to play. Sound ball, smart, and take care of the ball. And uh, I think we felt we felt with that the first uh, the two of the times we played them in the past two years. So to beat them, you got you got to take care of the ball and uh, outsmart them. What is it about Tom Brady and the Patriots? Because you know it's like every time when the game is on the line, he gets the ball. You know he's gonna find a way to get in the end zone. What is it about Tom Brady that? Do you think it's more of him that makes the Patriots go? Because they know if the defense can get off stop, they know he's going to find a way to get it in. What mm-hmm. what what is it about Tom Brady that you think makes him so great? Yeah, his mentality. Like he he plays his best ball in probably the last four or five minutes. Because mm-hmm. so they, they they've had a lot of close a lot of close games, but I've rarely seen them lose those games. And um, that's when they play their best ball. The receivers are getting open, the line is blocking. Uh, Everybody just everybody's doing their job. And that's what it comes down to. And uh, like I said, all four quarters, you have to you have to finish the job. Do you feel like this year will be your your best shot to knock them off? Because you see all the, the everything going on in the news about Brady and Belichick, maybe a a fallout, and they're losing different guys, key pieces of the offense. Uh, do you think this is the best year to potentially knock off the Patriots? Uh, I mean, you could say that. I, uh, but it's it's hard it's hard to say what's really going on with the Patriots because um, I guess media media build some stuff up and um, Patriots are probably fine with that because they're probably just sitting back thinking nothing's really going on we're just gonna let them talk and think we're not they were not building but um, you can never you can never just think you can uh, Patriots are getting worse it's always they always they always have something up their sleeve so you never know with them but uh, for us. Uh, we just gonna try to knock out everybody, but uh, but we know all uh, it takes everybody on the roster to to do their job and um, to knock them off. That's kind of a, a goal to have. Being we play them every year and we play them really good, but we can never come away to win. And uh, they've been getting to the playoffs every year, and that's uh, kind of our goal is to get. But to get to that to the playoffs, we're gonna have to uh, knock off the Patriots. Let's talk about the draft a little bit. So you guys went from six to three. To me, it looks like you guys gave up a lot to move up in the draft. But so it's kind of how do you feel? Do you think that with the third pick that you guys are going to take a quarterback mm-hmm. now? Do you how how do you look at it? Uh, it's tough to say, man. It's uh, it's a lot of good good talents, offense and defense. Uh, of guys to get, and uh, I feel like they moved up to. Secure the guy they wanted, right? And uh, I think they 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 know what they're doing, but they are. I have no clue, but I think they're gonna make the right decision. They made they've been making good decisions the past years since I've been here. 
uh, had a great job class uh, last year, all, all of them. And, uh, but it's it's tough to say, man. All the quarterbacks are good. Then you have Barkley in there; he's good. You have Chubb, Chubb in there; he's good. And uh, it's a it's a it's a great group of guys to go for. And uh, I feel like any pick they they get, it won't be that, the wrong one. I know you don't you wouldn't care who the quarterback is if they pick the quarterback. I'm just gonna assume that they're gonna end up taking a quarterback in the draft. And I know you don't care who it is. You just want to go out there and ball. But if it's a quarterback that you wouldn't mind throwing you the football on Sundays, who do you who would who would it be? Out of the draft? Yeah, out of the draft. Uh that's tough. Uh, but I, I like I like all the quarterbacks and um Sam Donald, uh was it Rosen and mm-hmm. um Allen from Wyoming, they are they all good, and uh, they all like to have strong arms, and all those guys are, are really smart. You, know, you also have Baker Mayfield and Lamar Jackson, and those are they're a little different than those other quarterbacks being uh, athletic and uh, but also strong arms and, and smart guys. And you've seen those guys make crazy plays in college. So I mean, you can you can, with those with Baker and Lamar, you can get a lot of. A lot of deep balls from just from them just scrambling. So big plays like that are you can get easily get big plays from the other three with a strong arm and smart minds and and just tearing the defense up. So I mean you can you can't go wrong with any five of those. So I'll take anyone honestly. Me personally, just looking at it, I, I really like Baker, man. I, I think Baker is a is a ball player, but like you said, you you never know, and uh, it could it could. Like you say, draft so a def- another defensive player because you know Ty Bowles is a defensive yeah, mind. Yeah. So, so we never really know. But uh, like last year, sometimes I think about last year. You guys could have had Deshaun. I mean, I know you're happy yeah. with the guy you, you picked up, but do you? How surprised were you <clears> that Deshaun? Well, not even that you guys passed up on him, but that he uh, it was another quarterback that got drafted before him. Trubisky. How, how surprised were you that Deshaun fell that quickly? Your quarterback I was, fell. I was really surprised. Uh, me personally, I thought he was the best player in the draft. And probably, if you want to pick Miles Garrett first, that's fine. But he should have at least been the second pick. But um, I mean, he's he's doing what he did in college, and exactly. he, the proof he did he did what he needed to do in college, and he put up the numbers. Beat Alabama. He was in the national championship twice. Um, he actually had a chance at the Heisman his freshman year before he got hurt, and, and that's a that guy's really smart man mentally, physically. He's he's he was prepared for the game. If you talk to him, you can see that. Um, but he's just uh, calm, cool, collective guy, man. I don't I don't understand how he went that far, but um, Houston definitely did a smart thing by trading up and getting him. I think just uh, going back to Clemson days, I think uh, when I watched him. I, I I saw because I, I believe I think it was that Saturday afternoon when you guys went to Georgia and he took you guys straight down the field yeah. and I think he hit you for the first touchdown yeah, that was and I was just like he he's he's got it yeah. to me and nothing against Cole Stout but I just thought he was just a better quarterback then and and you guys really I, I really saw it then man like he he had the talent I mean you heard about him coming out of high school like he was a a big recruit but he I'm just surprised like how he got passed on now now but uh, I think he's gonna uh do some really good things as long as he can stay healthy. Yeah, stay healthy. I yeah. believe um, he's uh he's definitely special and um I remember that drive man he got in yeah the first play he hit Mike Williams for like 
30 or 40 yards. <coughs> then we might have had a run player too. The next play hit me. That was, a, that was his first drive, first touchdown. Uh, I'm glad I'm be able to be uh, some part, part of his history. But uh, but uh, just being in practice, I knew I knew he was going to be special. I mean, Cole Cole had a really good camp that year mm-hmm. going into the season, so he uh, he definitely deserved a starting job. But as the season went on, Deshaun really stepped up and and showed how special he was. And it was well, Florida State came to y'all that year, y'all. Was no, that yeah, the year? We went to Florida State that year. We went to Florida State yeah. that year, and I think it was a fumble down mm-hmm. down there that kind of helped Florida State pull that yeah, win up. But he, he, yeah, but he he looked he good in exactly, yeah. man. So, and it, it could have been another a different story yeah. then. But man, he, I was like, man, Deshaun. He people people, you know, we have Clemson fans that are, are around in this area, but mm-hmm. they they were big time telling me how he was. Yeah, they, they, yeah. But one more quarterback that's not in the draft or anything. It, it was going on this offseason. Uh, Kirk Cousins was another quarterback that oh, yeah. popped up on the Jets radar. Yeah. Were you? Uh, do you think he would have been able to help you guys or um, turn the season around this year? Yeah, he would probably. He would definitely be a good help, man. He's uh, he showed a lot being in Washington. He's a uh, really good guy, strong, strong arm, and uh, got got some athleticism to him. He's uh, he's really smart. Uh, I thought we had a good shot at him. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, we have. We have the pieces and uh, get a chance to come to uh, come to New York, the Big Apple. Uh, yeah. And then once I, I kind of wasn't surprised. He went to Minnesota after. I mean, they went to the playoffs last year and um, they lost both of their quarterbacks with Case Kim and uh, Teddy Bridgewater, which we just picked up. And, um, but Kirk Cousins is a, a great talent, and um, he definitely definitely could have us a lot. But uh, I think the guys we got now are uh, are still going to do a good job this year. Right. All right, one more, uh, another question. Uh, toughest DB that you went against in game? In game, um, probably my rookie year. I was in the, um, I was in the slide a good bit against Arizona, and I was going against uh, Tom Matthew. And um, he's a he's a very quick guy, smart. Um, he was he was on it, man. We was we were we were battling, going going back and forth. But uh, he got the final battle. He got a, a pick on me in the fourth quarter. But that's probably the um, best DB I've gone against. There's a lot of other ones that I've gone against that I thought were pretty good. Also, um, Tremaine Johnson from the Rams, who's with us he now. He picked him up, yeah. thought he was really good. And um, he's got some, some good size on him. He's probably about, I think, like 6'3", something like that. He's very mm-hmm. tall and long. He was really good. But um, I remember speaking of Arizona. I remember the Monday night game kind of had me worried. Yeah, <laughs> cut across the middle. You remember uh, what happened? Like, how do you remember picture that play here now? Yeah, I remember running my route and um, Fitzpatrick kind of pump fake, so he started scrambling and uh, kind of sliding, slides left a little bit. So I'm running with him, and he throws it to me. I catch it, and not think. I felt like I felt like I was by myself. And I called him and just tried to take off running. And um, DJ Swinger from Greenwood actually collided with me, man. Yeah. Kind of knocked me out of breath. That's probably my that's probably my welcome welcome to the NFL moment right there. Bit my tongue and everything. You didn't but, have a concussion, did you? No, nah, I didn't have a concussion. He didn't, uh, he didn't hit me on my head. They were they were worried I had a concussion. Yeah. I had to go to the, uh, go do the test or whatever. But other thing that happened is he hit me in my chest pretty hard, knocked me out of the chest, but uh, knocked me out of breath. But that's probably one of the I was one of the hardest hits of my football career. Your first touchdown, uh, it was kind of like a 
it was a I, I really it was like a I, when I looked at it, it was like I thought it was an incomplete pass at first. Mm-hmm. But then it's like you just scooped it up and took off took out running. Did you know that the, the play was still locked? Of course you didn't hear any whistle, but you just knew the instincts that told you to pick it up and run. Kind of, kind of. It was like I seen like I hit his arm and the ball just like rolled out. So I was just I was kind of picking it up. Kind of kind of kidding around a little bit, picking it up and like trying to make a guy miss. Right. But I realized like I didn't hear any whistle. So as I was duking, I was like, I don't hear any whistle. So I just took off running. And um, nobody was, was running with me. So that was kind of probably the easiest touchdown I had in my life. Yeah, that was, that was, that was uh, crazy. It was crazy. Um, something else I want to talk about. Um, I like what you and Adam did last year with you guys um, had a, a free camp for the kids. How did, how did that come about? Uh, kind of me and Adam talked about it with our agent. We had the same agent. <laughs> and uh, we knew we wanted to do something for we wanted, we wanted to do a summer camp but we also wanted to give back at the same time so we feel like why not make the camp free we don't, we don't need to charge start kids from our own city our own town right. to come to come uh, to come to our camp so we thought of that and uh, we had a lot of good sponsors come in and uh, it turned out really well thing we had over we had almost 200 kids come out. Big, man. Yeah, it was real big, man. It was uh, it was very fun and uh, kind of um, it meant a lot to me to have that many people come out to our camp to want to learn from us and be around us. And uh, I can't wait to do it again this summer. Yeah, I was gonna ask, will you guys gonna plan on doing it again this year? Yeah, we'll do it again this year. I think uh, we haven't really set a date a date yet, but um, it'll definitely be happening this summer and uh, hopefully. We can get more kids to come this year. I see um a lot of times I see you post on your page um you like to pay homage to your brother Chad like he like he's the best to do it like you'll say things like that. Mm-hmm. How how much did he mean to your football career? Oh, he meant everything in my career because that's the that's the first guy I've seen play football and I've started watching him when he was in little league. I wasn't able to play yet, so just growing up I would always I would always have his number and uh. That's just how it was, and then watching him in high school, man. Me personally, yeah, that's the me personally, that's the that's the best receiver I ever seen play. Right. That's just how I think. And uh, he was he was a he was a baller, man. And uh, that's why I wear I wore I wore nineteen because of him. I wore it in Clemson. I wore it in high school, and uh, unfortunately, seventeen now. But uh, anytime I'll get back to the nineteen, I'll definitely wear it. But that's why I wear it. Do he still try to school you sometimes? Give you some some little tips? Yeah, he does. Uh, anytime I come home, we like to go to the field and throw around a little bit and do catching drills. But uh, he's definitely in my area and telling me what he what he knows and what he's learned. And uh, I mean, it's always it's always good coming from a big brother. Uh, one more question before we change topic. Do you feel like at this point in your life and or in your uh, professional career that you owe any owe to anybody at this point? Um, I would say I don't know about old, but it's a lot of people in my life that uh that help me get to where I am now, and um not paying back with actual money, but paying back with my time, and um because they put a lot of time into me, so I want to uh give back to them because so I guess you can say yeah I do owe them owe them a good bit and um. But they 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 were there for me through a lot through college and uh, anytime while I was growing up had a lot of people around me a good support group and uh, I guess the same thing I feel like I do also. 
let's uh change the topic a little bit. Let's talk talk a little college football. Let's talk about your boys, the Tigers, this year. What do you, what do you think they're gonna do this year? Uh, I think they'll be back where they were last year, but I think they'll uh, they'll finish the job. And they have a really talented team. The best thing about them is uh, their their D line is back. Right. The D line they had is uh, dangerous. They had probably gonna be two two or three first round picks off that D line that True. stayed, and um, that's gonna that's gonna be the problem for a lot of teams. But uh, they have a very talented team, well-rounded. And, um, it's going to be a good quarterback competition this summer with yeah. Kelly Bryant and uh, Trevor Lawrence. So that's going to be fun to see. Cause, but I think the, the team will be fine in either one of those hands. When I look at the team from the championship year to last year, I thought the team was pretty good. It was just the quarterback play was the biggest difference from – and I'm not knocking Kelly Bryant – because it's his first year starting, but Deshaun to Kelly Bryant was like a big difference. Uh, do you think he's the guy that can get him over the hump, or do you think they need to kind of like play two quarterbacks? Mm-hmm. I think, uh, honestly, I think from being around Kelly for one year, I think he's a smart guy, and he learned a lot from Deshaun, but he wasn't really getting the, the reps. Right. So he was just learning. he was just learning mentally at that point. So I think last season he learned a lot physically and mentally. So um, so I think going into the next season, he's I think he'll learn a lot from his mistakes. And, and I know the coaches there are working with him and showing him film from last year for he won't make the same mistakes and uh, and give him the right reads, give him the right reads for this year. I think uh, he'll do a great job and make better decisions and. Uh, do a better job throwing. All right, so I know I know you. I won't even ask. I know you got your Tigers in the playoffs next year. Who would you say the other teams would? Who you think? Just if you had to throw some teams out, who would yeah. it be? Uh, can't count on Alabama for mm-hmm. sure. And then that guy, just that quarterback, that guy is just a freshman. He played, he played terrific in the uh, in the championship yeah. game. But uh, it's tough. It's tough to say. But it seems like every year, it's always going to be. Clemson and uh, Alabama, but uh, it's tough to say with the other teams for this for next coming season. I'm interested to see if what Florida State does. Man, their quarterback gets back this year. Yeah. He uh, tore the ACL last year, so it's gonna it's gonna be a good one this year, though. You know, for me, I, I went I went to Upstate, so you know, I'm I'm part of the Carolina crew, crew mm-hmm. whatever. So I pull for the game cost. You you get my uh, game cost a chance to beat the Tigers this year? Not a chance. No. <laughs> yeah, I'm always I'm always gonna be Clemson against uh Carolina and uh but South Carolina has a, a really good team and uh they have a lot of guys from my area on that team. Uh, with Debo and um Debo legit man. Yeah he is Debo legit. He's a real good player. He would have been a, a top pick coming out this year. Yeah. But I think he did the right thing going back. That's why I believe I believe this year, I think this is not I think this is probably one of the deepest receiving groups, you know, with Debo yeah. and then we got Shy from Virginia. Yeah, yeah. So so Shy Shy's legit and we got Brian Edwards. I think for me this year, I think if if Bentley can take another step, I think that no, nah, I, I won't say they'll make the playoffs, but I think they can knock y'all off this year mm-hmm. if you know if they if they can stay healthy. If Debo can stay healthy, because yeah. I think he's gonna be a key to it. <laughs> How far they can go? Yeah, it, it, I think it, he has a he has a good part of the team on his back. So if he can stay healthy, man, it's, anything can happen. Cause well, y'all were undefeated while he was playing. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, 
and then I feel like then he got hurt against K- Kentucky, I believe, and yeah. lost that game. Should have should have beat Georgia. I believe it would have beat Georgia if if he would have stayed healthy. That would have been another win. And lost to A and M. That was another game. But I, I think he was a key part. But also they got to get Shy more involved too. Because mm-hmm. he man, Shy is legit. Yeah. He's, he's special. Y'all have a, y'all have a lot of playmakers on the team, man. And uh, y'all always got some some physical defenders. So I think I think South Carolina have a really good year and compete to get into the the ACC championship. I think we're gonna knock y'all off this year, though. This I wouldn't say it, it's time, man. <laughs> but I, I believe it's what is it at this year? Is it back at Death Valley this it's, year? Yeah, I think we. So that, that'll be tough. We gotta get y'all back, man. I'll be there. I think we're four or five times in a row. So we gotta we gotta get all back. Yeah, and then Deshaun came, and then it was just yeah. He got all his. Yeah, it was. It was. <laughs> he fun. got something started. All right, uh, let's switch to uh, NBA before we all uh, wrap it up real quick. Um. From what you see right now, give me a what's your finals prediction? Well, I'm a LeBron fan, mm. so I got I got to have him in there. I can't. I don't see. It's a lot of teams playing better than the Cavs are right now, but it's it's tough to to put him in front of LeBron, knowing what he's done the past couple of years. Um, but Toronto has a really good team, and they're gonna be hard to beat. But um, then Boston just lost Kyrie, so that's that's tough on them. But um, it's a cakewalk this year. Yeah, yeah, I think it's be. yeah, I think it's a cakewalk. But but going. Philly Philly is dangerous with uh, especially when Embiid gets back. But um, Ben Simmons is playing good ball, and um, if Steph doesn't get back, definitely got to go with the Rockets. They they James Harden Rockets have been playing well in the playoffs, but um, this year I think it'll be different. I think if I'll just go ahead and tell you if Golden State doesn't make it to the finals. I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and just give LeBron the, the ring because I I don't see anybody who no, I think nobody built enough to to beat him exactly. seven games. Yeah, so I, I don't. Games, I, mean. I don't trust Houston. Uh, I like Portland more than I like Houston, but I, I still don't. Even Portland if good. Portland run into the LeBron, LeBron, he, he's gonna he's gonna take care of business. But um, more another thing. Uh, give me a top five players right now in the league. In the league, yeah. Well, yeah, definitely LeBron first. Second, uh, James Harden, uh, Anthony Davis. Um, who else we got? Uh, Giannis. Definitely, he's a he's a he's a game changer, man. He's a freak. Uh, fifth one. I can't I can't leave out Kevin Durant, man. Now he's he's not doing the same numbers as he was with the Thunder, but he's still you know what he's capable of, and he's uh. He's always gonna be one of the most dangerous guys on the floor at all time. So you left off Steph. Steph Curry? Yeah. I, I got I got Durant ahead of Curry. Curry Curry is really good and really dangerous. Every time he shoots, I think he's going in. But I, Kevin Kevin Durant does have done so much for this league, man. And uh, I think he's they don't talk about as much because of the move he did, mm-hmm. but he's still the same player. And I think when the playoffs start, he he kind of takes over the team. You got a couple of the names on the list I don't even have. I, I still, you know, I, I've been asking all my guests when they come up here to top five. And that was, that was, yours was one that was, was more different than just about everybody else. We pretty much had the same guys, but in a different order. Uh-huh. For me, I had LeBron, of course, number one for right now. I had Steph number two. Okay. I think he's just so dynamic and what he does. Yeah. Just Probably a game changer. Yeah. yeah. And then I had Durant number three. Number four, my four and five can switch, but for right now, I had four. I had Westbrook because he's mm-hmm. almost averaging another triple yeah, double. Yeah, I wanted to put him in there. 
And then at five, I had Harden, who's probably going to win MVP, MVP this year. Yeah. So, yeah. That's, that's a good list, too, though. You can't go wrong with it. Like, it's so, it's so much talent in the NBA right now, man. It's crazy right now. But I think Greek Freak, give him another, maybe another year. I want to see what he does in the playoffs this year. But give him a maybe another year. And Anthony Davis, man, Anthony Davis, too. That's another name that yeah. I wanted to put on the list. But if you get those to another year, man, they can easily be or in top five. Some people, like you said, yeah. they already top five. But yeah. I think uh, they got a legit shot, man. But um, all right, let's 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 go ahead and wrap it up. I appreciate you coming, man, sitting down with me. Um, you got any social media you want to give out or advice that you want to give to people who um tuning in? Uh, well, my Instagram is just Tron P C H A R O N E P A K E. That's all. Uh, I have Facebook, but I don't have a Twitter. And uh, advice, honestly, it's just whatever whatever you want to do in life, put a hundred percent into it. You get what you put in, and um, if you want it, go get it, man. It's just you can't you can't wait for you can't wait for stuff to happen. If you want something, you really have to go take it. And uh, it's a tough world out here, man, but I've seen myself that anything is possible, and if you want it, you can get it. All right. Appreciate you, man. Uh, good chatting with you again. You know, and talking to you too. anytime you want to get beat down in 2K again, man. Yeah, you got me last just, time. Just, I need my rematch. Yeah, just holler at me, man. <laughs> but I appreciate you. Um, everybody tuning in. Hope you learned something again. Uh, until next time, keep chasing dreams. It's Cross the Line Podcast. Thank you for tuning in.